back to Mike Meets London Tastemakers. In this episode, I chat with Rowena Romolo, owner of fine Filipino dining spot Romolo Cafe. We touch on the family heritage in the business and go on to talk about some of their trademark dishes, what kept them going through COVID, and their brand new, very exciting concept, Casa and Kin in Soho. We caught up online and sorry for the several phone noises in the background throughout, and apologies for recording when I had a pretty nasty cold. But without further ado, let's dive in. So I'm here speaking remotely with the owner of Romulo Cafe in Kensington. Uh, do you want to start us off by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about what Romulo Cafe is? Good morning. I'm Rowena Romulo. Uh, as Mike mentioned, I'm the owner of um, Romulo Cafe and Restaurant in um, Kensington. It's a family-owned um, business with uh, four branches in the Philippines. Um, it was conceptualized by my sister and brother-in-law back in 2009. And it offers you know, fine Filipino cuisine um, dedicated to the legacy of my grandparents, um, Carlos P. Romulo and Virginia Llamas Romulo. And it's really about you know, um, family her- heritage um, recipes. Amazing. Yeah, there's a sort of long and storied history in the family there. Uh, what's the kind of relationship between the the London branch and the branches back in the Philippines, I suppose? Um, well, you know, m- many of the recipes um, come from the Philippines. So, um, you know, we there's a lot of, you know, transfer of knowledge and exchange, you know, in terms of, um, especially with my sister, you know, what's the new trends, mm. you know, in, in Manila. So, you know, they come up with, you know, lots of, you know, different new ideas uh, that she shares with us. You know, we try it out here. Um, some work, some don't. You know, obviously we, um, you know, look at the recipe. Sometimes, you know, it has to be altered a bit because certain ingredients are not always available. And, you know, we execute in a certain way. And then, you know, we hand it back to them. And, you know, at times, you know, we manage to improve, hmm. um, you know, the recipe. Um, but, you know, it's it's really about that. So, you know, we share our experiences, you know, um, ways of, you know, improving, obviously, you know, customer satisfaction, mm. um, you know, et cetera. So um, it's it's been great, you know, to to share with someone with that, you know, longer experience mm. than, than I am in terms of, you know, uh, running a restaurant as a whole. Yeah, amazing. And uh, so it's obviously a kind of a family endeavor in that sense. Um, so do you have a particular kind of strong history of food with your family? What are your kind of formative memories that sort of led to getting into the business? Oh, I think my only claim to fame is that I love good food. Mm. So I think, you know, I was fortunate that um, even at a a young age, um, I had the opportunity with my parents um, to travel a lot. Mm. And, you know, so that, you know, obviously gave me um, the um, fortune to be able to visit, you know, a lot of cities and uh, I guess, you know, try um, diverse um, cuisines. And also, um, you know, all of us sort of lived um, in my childhood days um, in an ancestral home in in the Philippines. And so that's where, you know, the whole concept, I guess, you know, began because um, I lived with my grandparents, uh, my uncles and aunts and and my cousins, and we only had one main dining room Mm. um, in the home. Um, so the center home was my grandparents and then his children, you know, lived around, right? So we shared all our meals um, together. Nice. Um, and, you know, it was seven o'clock sharp, sharp. You had to be there, you know, for dinner. If you weren't, you didn't get to eat. Mm-hmm. And and that's where, you know, we got the opportunity to um, try, obviously, my grandmother's um, wonderful cooking. 
and you know never did i imagine after you know maybe 40 30 years mm-hmm. after that we, we would be sharing you know those meals um in a restaurant in in kensington right. so i will you know always remember those you know sort of um happy memories growing up um in the philippines oh fantastic yeah and so what were you yourself doing kind of before you launched Romulo as a venture over here? Um, I was a banker. Right. Um, so I um, worked for um, Citibank um, for about 27 years. Um, I started in Manila and then moved to New York, uh, Milan, and then London. And then I worked for JP Morgan for five years. Wow. So that will, will bring us up to about 2015. Right, right. It's a very sort of global life in every sense of the word. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I managed a global product. So that, you know, meant really traveling, you know, um, around the world. I had um, staff and a team, teams um, all over. And, and really, I was focused on, you know, building um, branches um, mm. all over the world, world for a specific product. Um, so that, you know, took me, um, you know, away from home, I guess, you right, know, right. Uh, for majority of the time. And so was there a particular sort of trigger that led to you then kind of opening the restaurant and sort of leaving the the banking life behind? Yeah, I think it was it started in about 2014. So um, my partner, Chris and I, you know, were already based in in London Mm. and we um, attended a charity um, event at the Savoy for um, the Haiyan typhoon victims. So there was this terrible, terrible typhoon back in the Philippines at that time. And I guess I never um, imagined that there was such a huge uh, Filipino community um, in London. Right. I guess both of us had international careers, um, so we never really um, sort of were in London um, for most of the time. And so I got to meet, you know, um, several people, um, embassy um, folks, hmm. and, and I guess they knew about my sister's restaurant in the Philippines. And so the, you know, comment came up about, hey, you know, why don't you open, you know, a Rombolo, um, mm. you know, here in, in London? And the ambassador at the time, you know, said that, you know, they didn't really have a place where they could entertain, um, right, you know, right. diplomats, you know, et cetera. And I guess, you know, that sort of comment, you know, resonated. And I think it was at the same time when, you know, there was, you know, the whole financial crisis. And, and I guess I felt that, you know, it was time to move on. Mm. I, I'd always remember, you know, banking, you know, to be fun, right? But, you know, it became very um, difficult. And, mm. and I guess, you know, it was, you know, okay, what's, you know, what's next? And, and so this whole, you know, idea um, came up and, you know, I, I broached it, you know, with my family, um, especially since, you know, my sister was looking at, you know, expanding internationally. Mm. And, and at first, you know, I, I never forget, you know, the reaction of my father he says, well, you know, if you're just going to invest, invest in a, a branch or a franchise is, you know, why don't you just, you know, um, open a McDonald's? <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, they, they felt that, you know, was, you know, questions like was London ready for Filipino cuisine, right, you know, right. etc. And I said, hey, dad, come on, you know, um, I wouldn't invest in, you know, a place where I wouldn't even eat. I mean, mm. you know, to be honest. So they said, okay, um, you know, send us a business plan and, you know, well, you know, give it some thought. So, you know, we hired a um, consultant um, to help us, you know, obviously do a study, you know, of the market. 
And so that resulted in, you know, a business plan of about maybe 86, you know, pages, you mm. know, with five-year financials, you know, SWOT analysis, et cetera. Sent that back to the family and they said, okay, you know, um, on two conditions, you know, you need to find yourself um, a chef. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, Chris and I are not necessarily chefs with more business people. And, you know, find yourself a good location. And, and so that's where the, you know, whole hunt, hunting for, you know, um, the new site started. Um, and so that went throughout, you know, 2015. Um, by mid-year, I retired um, from mm. JP Morgan and, and started, you know, pursuing, I guess, this, you know, this new career as a restaurateur. Mm. Amazing. Uh, a thing that particularly interested me that you said there is like, you know, whether... London was ready for Filipino food at the time. Um, and I think for quite a quite a number of years, sort of Romulo Cafe was maybe one of the only sort of centers of Filipino food in London. But, you know, maybe nowadays that's changing a little bit. There's a few more places coming up. I was wondering sort of what your thoughts about the state of Filipino food in London are at the moment. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's really great to know that, you know, there are many more restaurants and concepts, you know, coming up. Um, that means that, you know, um, there's more acceptance um, and awareness, you know, of um, Filipino cuisine. So that's, you know, like I said, that's fantastic news. I think the more of us, um, the merrier. And that will certainly, you know, help um, raise the profile mm. and awareness of, you know, Filipino food in London. So keep it coming. <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Yeah. Um, and so like, I, I guess to give people a bit of a flavor for it, maybe if they haven't sort of you know, been to Romulo or tried other Filipino food, what are kind of a couple of the sort of signature dishes or highlights that you, you like from the menu that you have there? Yeah, I think there's there's a couple. So, you know, if I think about starters, um, I think it would be our sizzling um, chicken in a salsisig. Mm. Um, and um, I think, you know, it, it's popular because it combines, you know, two typical um, Filipino dishes. Um, one is sisig, which really means that it's, you know, it's diced meat. Mm. Um, and and then on the other hand, it's the chicken in a sal, um, which is the way that it's marinated, you know, with uh, anato oil, ginger, lemongrass, etc. Mm. And then it's, you know, put together with our special, you know, sisig sauce and a bit of chilies and serve, you know, sizzling to the guests. Um, so that's certainly popular um, for both um, Filipinos and non-Filipinos. Mm. Um, when it comes to main courses, um, our bestseller is our kare-kare. Right. Okay. And and that's really a beef and oxtail um, uh, oxtail stew um, that has a peanut butterish you know type of um, sauce um, that has you know a lot of um, vegetables, um, aubergine, long um, you know long beans, um, mm. fine beans rather, you know, etc. So it's a whole meal in itself. And it's served with the shrimp paste that we call bagoong um, that then gives the dish a sweet and salty mm. um, flavor. When it comes to dessert, that stuff, <laughs> uh, I'd say it's the halo halo, mm. right? As you know, which literally means mix mix, right? So, you know, although it's, it's historically just shaven um, ice, um, what we've done is we've made the ice into a milk granite. Right, right. Um, and it's topped with, you know, different things like um, a creme caramel, um, jackfruit, um, coconut, um, pandan jelly, mm. 
and you know people can put all sorts of things really um it doesn't matter and then it stopped with this um purple yam ice cream um so that's definitely a hit whether it's summer or winter um and of course our purple yam cheesecake mm, of course yeah i mean definitely uh popular with everyone there, i think yeah <laughs> you, you've definitely picked out a few of my favorite dishes there too so uh yeah good Perfect. choices <laughs> um so uh one thing that i've kind of been asking people about which has obviously kind of been the i guess the big thing of the last sort of couple of years is how you've found sort of running the restaurant during the sort of covid era and sort of what have been the kind of big challenges and whether there have maybe been any opportunities in there as well yeah, I mean, as with, you know, I think every restaurant um, everywhere actually in the world and, you know, hospitality itself, I mean, you know, we've had challenges and struggles like everyone, you know, um, questions of, you know, uncertainty of, mm. you know, when we would be able to open, particularly in, in, in London. I mean, in 2020, um, we were shut down what, four times. Mm. Um, so that, you know, was really um, difficult. Um, obviously concerns around, you know, our staff, um, keeping them safe and at the same time, you know, um, keeping them their jobs, mm. right? I mean, obviously the furlough, you know, definitely helped uh, many of the grants, you know, of, of the government. Um, but, you know, just to do, you know, your typical delivery, you know, was not, you know, enough um, to sustain um, the the cash flow that was necessary, you know, with all the fixed expenses, you know, would have whether you were open or not. Right. Right. So I think like, you know, like many, um, you know, other restaurants, you know, we started, you know, I guess, or rather it forced us, you mm. know, to innovate and, you know, develop new products. You know, everybody was baking and, you know, <laughs> so did we. And, and that's, you know, where, you know, our different, you know, filled pandesals, you know, mm. came into play, um, you know, Ensaimada, Mamon. So, you know, we developed that sort of line. Um, of business and are now, you know, delivering, uh, continue to deliver nationwide. Mm. And, you know, that's been, you know, um, real great experience for us and the home meal kits. Right, right. Um, you know, the finish at home kits. And, and so since, you know, there are a lot of, you know, Filipinos, um, you know, all over, you know, the UK that have not been say able to try the restaurant, try mm. Filipino food or, you know, travel. I think this, you know, has been, you know, a, um, great way to be able to you know promote um filipino cuisine and you know plate away has been you know a great partner and you know obviously you know um at the height of the pandemic you know um the deliveries were much much you know higher but still you know every week we are still delivering both our bakery and um meal kits you know all over london um so i think that's sort of here to stay and that's really helped us you know sustain um, and look f and find actually new sources of uh, of revenue. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I was going to ask whether that's going to be something that sort of continues on, but it sounds like, yeah, there's definitely uh, an appetite for it. Yeah, uh, I think at a lesser, you know, degree, obviously, mm. because now people just want, you know, to go out. Sure. Um, but, you know, you know, as I, you know, um, look at, you know, our, let's say our monthly sales, right? There's definitely been obviously an increase in dining in, right. but, you know, I'd say, you know, a percentage of our, our revenue continues to come from, you know, this um, sort of new um, products and services. Um, I think the other sort of more positive, you know, swing mm -hmm. through the, um, the lockdown was, I guess, you know, the, because you're stuck at home, right? It, it gave us the ability in a sense to step back Hmm. And, and re evaluate you know the business and you know get 
you know, things done that, you know, would always be Im- almost impossible during mm. pre- pre-pandemic times. Right, and right. and I guess that's where the birth of Casa and Kin, right. um, you know, came along. It actually was a concept that, you know, we were um, looking at, this was pre-pandemic, so around February uh, of uh, 2020. Okay. That, you know, we were looking at, you know, um, what next? And, um, you know, whether it was, you know, to open um, a Romulo site number two um, or, you know, to um, look at, you know, um, opening uh, a diffusion, you know, brand. Right. And, and again, I, I guess as after much analysis and thought, you know, together with, you know, um, many of our, you know, consultants, you mm. know, we decided that, you know, it would be great to open um, a different concept, which is actually a, a sort of, you know, multi multi-stream type revenue um, right. stream because it, with Casa and Kin actually it's sort of three different uh, businesses in one right okay okay um, which I think leads into your you know sort of next question <laughs> very right. much so yeah do tell yeah, us so, everything about Casa and Kin yeah it's you know it's a day to night um, type of you know concept with this the bakery and patisserie now you know will be sitting right quiet side um, on a daily basis um, and you know I think on the bakery side you know obviously we started um, producing that at Romulo mm. but you know you'll see um, different things um, in uh, Casa and Kin and I think I'm particularly you know proud of the patisserie side right right um, because you don't see I mean like with um, with Filipino cuisine, it's very much centered on baking, mm, you know, right. the pandesal and, you know, our ensaymadas, etc. Sure. So the patisserie is really a new um, development and you'll see there, you know, lots of different new new desserts, um, you know, chocolates um, that, you know, have obviously, you know, a um, Filipino twist to them. Right, right. Um, and then during the daytime, it's um, more of a, a real fast casual concept. I think, you know, being in, in Soho, you know, we want to make sure we can cater to, you know, people who need a quick lunch sure. and the offices nearby. So there will definitely be a, a grab and go counter. Um, so if you don't have time to dine in, you know, you can just grab a salad, mm. you know, um, a chilled spring roll um, or a pandesal sub <laughs> um, sandwich. Right. Um, and then we've created this new concept, um, which we call the Imbento box. Right. Okay. And Imbento um, literally means to invent. Right. Okay. So it's it's create your own meal, right? Um, and so you basically you choose a broth, right? You choose a um, a spring roll. Um, you choose your carbs. So it can be rice. It can be noodles. It right. can be a salad. And you choose your protein. Um, dish so it's all served in a nice um tray oh very nice um, that you know resembles like a bento box sure okay and then as nighttime comes it transforms into a cocktail robata grill wow (laughs) so it's very much um sort of filipino street food inspired so centered on you know um barbecue and and skewers um, with a with a robata grill at the center um, mm. of the restaurant, and you know there'll be different varieties from your traditional you know pork belly and chicken sisig to the more robata let's say deluxe so lobster right, wagyu right. octopus iberico pork and right. lots of vegan vegetarian options. 
Incredible. I mean, you said it was a sort of three in one. It sounds like it's hundreds of things in one, but uh, it all sounds very exciting, definitely. So, I mean, we're definitely, you know, um, excited. It's, you know, it's going to be more of a fun, very vibrant um, um, atmosphere. Um, we had a Filipino artist. Um, his name is Carlo Kulay. Hmm. Kulay means colors. Right. Uh, Labitigan. Um, he's based here and he's actually designed a 12 meter mural. Um, uh-huh. inside um, the restaurant and like I said it's very vibrant in, in color the center is a um, it's called the um, Ibong Adarna it's a mythical um, bird um, in, in the Philippines and uh, it really um, symbolizes um, a space for socializing healing and, and celebration so it, it's a narrative interactive mural and you know we can't wait to um to show it to you guys oh fantastic so i, I think probably by the time this podcast goes out you'll be open so sort of where can people find you yeah so we're in 52 poland street right right perfect um so it's uh and below so it's part of the z hotel it's very near um a, the parking lot and um below us is lucky voice uh-huh a good combo. <laughs> um, it's um, nearest tube stop is Oxford Circus and very close to Carnaby. Perfect. Yeah, right in the middle of everything. <laughs> Great. So obviously, like Catherine Kin's been a, a big venture and like very different sort of what you're doing at Romulo. Do you have any sort of other big plans for the future? Or have you got your hands full with things for the moment? <laughs> well, I mean, definitely have, you know, um, our hands full. Um, but, you know, Casa and Kin um, was really developed um, more for um, international expansion. Mm. Um, you know, Romulo is, is really, you know, classic, um, you know, family style recipes. Um, a bit more difficult to, um, to franchise or replicate because right. of all the family history. Um, so we felt that, that, you know, we really had to um, create a different brand. Hmm. And, and hopefully, you know, if it's successful in London, we can continue to um, expand. And I think the good news about it is because it's a three-in-one concept, hmm. you can actually break it down. Sure. Right? Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that, you know, we have to replicate the whole thing. You know, if there is a, a location more suitable just for bakery patisserie, then, you know, um, you can easily do that. Hmm. Um, so, uh, or, you know, just, you know, a uh, Robata grill. Right, right. Um, so, you know, hopefully, like I said, you know, it doesn't end here. Um, but I think, you know, right now, you know, we just want to, you know, focus on, you know, uh, a successful launch for Asenkin. Sure. Amazing. Um, so moving away from sort of your many ventures for the moment, then for a bit of fun, maybe sort of when you get the chance to go out and sort of eat on the town or whatever the case may be it's sort of what are your favorite uh spots or restaurants to visit uh you know that's uh that's tough because to be honest you know um one i mean we never really have time right. um you know to go out i think that's the the life of you know uh a restaurateur and sure. the weekends obviously are you know busiest and then you know 18 months um you know didn't really exactly feel comfortable about obviously course, you know eating yeah. out um so you know if we do have the chance and normally that's probably a sunday night you know when things are mm. winding down um i you know prefer to also support you know um local um restaurants and you know apart from you know filipino food mm. um italian is also my comfort food nice. um because i lived in um, milan for 20 years right right and so there's a you know nice and you know cozy um italian restaurant um in the neighborhood in portobello road 
Okay. Um, it's called um, Kachari. And I love pizza. <laughs> I know you do too. Um, and my favorite is a, uh, it, they have a cacio and pepe with the, an activated charcoal base. Ooh, wow. um, and obviously with some, you know, black truffle. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's fantastic. So that's sort of my go-to when, you know, mm. I'm, I'm looking for, you know, comfort food. Um, but, you know, in terms of, you know, just so many great restaurants in, in, in London. Um, but I think one of the restaurants I will, you know, never forget is, you know, when my family came, we ate at the Ledbury. Uh, right. um, and um, it, it was, a, again, it's a neighborhood restaurant. Mm. I live in Notting Hill. Um, fantastic, fantastic experience. Um, and, you know, obviously a lot of other restaurants, you know, um, around the world. So, you know, it's just difficult to, you know, pick, um, one in particular, of but course, yeah. you know, I had to mention that Ledbury because it, it was really a fantastic experience for the family. Oh yeah. Uh, very worthy of a shout out for sure. <laughs> Perfect. And so my, my sort of final question that I've been asking everyone is sort of what do you think is going to be the next big thing or the next sort of trend that's going to hit the London food scene? Um, well, you know, I think uh, the desire for healthy, you know, mm. um, sustainable um, products, I think is here to stay. Right. Um, and, you know, you'll, you'll see more, you know, and I'm sure you, you've heard this already, you know, the zero waste, um, you know, environmental packaging, mm. and, and even with us, you know, just the whole sustainability um, aspect. Um, and with the pandemic, you know, it's really been, you know, and Brexit, been difficult to rely on goods from outside, right? right? I mean, especially like, you know, something like the Philippi Filipino cuisine, you know, mm. if you have to wait for importation from the Philippines um, or Asian countries, you know, that's, it, it's very hard to rely on, on that, that, you know, it's around for three months and then, right. you know, it's gone. So, you know, more and more, you know, we're looking for alternative, you know, sources, and so now, you know, all our, you know, meat and seafood is is locally um, sourced. Okay. And you know, we're happy that, you know, um, we're able to support, um, you know, local farmers and, mm. you know, fishermen. Um, I think, you know, plant-based food um, will continue to be a, a trend as a main ingredient, you know, substituting meat. Mm. Um, although I must confess that, you know, I am a meat lover. Yeah. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it's going to be tough, but, you know, I think that, you know, we'll see more and more of that. Mm. And I think in terms of cuisines in particular, um, I'm seeing more um, on, you know, Sri Lankan, right, right. Um, Burmese, mm. um, and what they call Pacific um, cuisine, or I guess right. that's, you know, sort of the Pacific Rim yeah. um, islands. Um, I think, you know, I think they're, they're trending and we'll probably see more of that. Interesting. Yeah, no, I haven't haven't seen so much of that myself. So I'll keep keep an eye out because that sounds very interesting. Yeah, try something a bit different to the usual. That sounds of things. Yeah. Well, I know you're very adventurous and you're always you know trying out new stuff. So I'm sure you know you'll be trying it before you know it. Definitely, definitely. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. It's been very enlightening and uh, great to hear about sort of yeah everything that you're getting up to um, on both sides. And yeah, looking forward to visiting uh, Catherine Kin as soon as it opens. Yes, definitely. Amazing. Well, thanks so much again. And, well, thanks uh, for having me, Mike, and I'll definitely see you soon. Definitely. Thanks very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. So there you have it. Thanks so much once again to Rowena for chatting to me. I'm a big fan of Romola Cafe, and I can't wait to visit Catherine Kin, which sounds absolutely incredible. 
please do check out what they do over in Kensington or via delivery online, or go visit Catherine Kin on Poland Street. You can find me on Instagram at MikeEatsLondon, or follow the pod at MikeMeetsLondon. If you enjoyed the episode, please do subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, and please do get in touch to let me know what you think. See you next time!